World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, we have passed the salt. Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Well, I want to say, first of all, before we get rocking and rolling here today, and we're really going to rock and roll, I want everyone out there to know how much I love my wife. What's that say? Uh, uh, what, makes the heart grow, uh, what makes the heart grow fonder? Whatever it makes the heart grow fonder. Being away from her this weekend. I love my wife. Came home last night. Just so glad. I'm, I'm glad she's my partner in crime and pushing forward. And God bless America and everything. Look, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you. I'm going to be all over the place today. I, uh, here's how I know we are really, really making a difference. I've been under the most unbelievable technology attack. You know, he's the prince of the power of the air. He's not the king. He's the prince of the power of the air. And, you know, it's easy to say, well, the devil doesn't want us to do this. And the devil, did that. I'm just telling you, something is going on with my technology like I can't even. <laughs> and what, what's happened to us, we've all become so dependent on these things and dependent on our computers and all my information is stored on. And now my, I can't get on my main computer. I can't get on. So, Bear with us here this morning. We're going to do the best job we can, and it's going to be a great team effort. As I'm going to bring some some other people in, are going to help us. We're going to we're going to uh, we're going to say our prayer here real quick. And again, I want to encourage you, friends out there. Listen, man. <laughs> What's a coincidence? Hey, Johnny, that'd be good. We'll go to uh, Webster real quick. Thank you, Holy Spirit. What's a coincidence? What's a coincidence? We're going to we're going to say our prayer here in a minute. Co a coincidence. A coincidence is a co-incident, an incident, an incident. But a co-incident is what? The falling or meeting of two or more lines or surfaces or bodies in the same point. Concurrence, consistency, agreement as a coincidence of two or more options. As a coincidence would be us going to the Georgia Guidestones and staking them and praying over them and then falling, then they fall down. That, that would be a coincidence, wouldn't it? It would, it would be a coincidence that we would go someplace and we'd stand back, we'd push back against the, the federal court system and we would all pray there and we would stake them. And then favorable decisions would begin to come down. That would be a coincidence in just the, the mind of the people. So I, I want to talk to you about some other coincidences that are going on, although we know they're not coincidences. Why? Because we are beginning more and more every day to understand sort of the spiritual realm. That the, the, the Lord put us in the midst of a spiritual battle, and he did not leave us without weapons. But for whatever reason, in the church, we have not been taught how to use our weapons. And it, it, look, come on, we make it so supernatural. Speaking in tongues, laying on of hands, prophesying, and just... We make a woo, 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 and you know what the Lord said? He said to obey is better than sacrifice. <laughs> he said, "Why won't you just do what I tell you to do? 
Why do you have to do all this razzmatazz and don't want? Why do you have to do all this waving the flag? Just do what I tell you to do. Why? Because obedience is better than sacrifice. He said, I got this thing all planned out. Dude, will you just block your man? Huh? Will you quit worrying about you wanting to be quarterback? Would you please just block your man? Would you do me a favor? Would you just pile? Would you just shovel your pile of crap? Would you just do that for me? Would you just do that? And you know what encourages me? It's going on everywhere. You know, I got back from this conference that Mary Curley put on down in uh, uh, Winter Haven, Florida. By the way, you want to have an experience. You drive a car from Tampa Airport to Winter Haven at 5 o'clock on Friday night. You ain't. (laughs) Wow. I made it there, right? I made it there. But here was what really, really encouraged me. And by the way, we're going to throw make the video possible for you to be able to watch it. They had an attack. Wouldn't you know that, that the streaming went down? Huh? Wow, it's, been, it's been crazy. But, but it's free and it's available and we'll get it to you. But uh, it was, I've, I've been to many of these things. And I want you to know this is the first time when I came back away from it. I said, wow, people are doing things. They're not just talking about it. They're doing stuff. And, I, and I'm going I'm to lay some of that out for you, for you today. Greatly, greatly encouraged my heart. Did. And um, I'm going to play a segment of my, my presentation just because, man, oh, man. God, God's, God's good. God's good. It's, you go a little bit farther than that one, John. But, okay, but before we get there, got a lot going on. I'm gonna, we're going to talk about some more coincidences here with Craig. After we bring in Judah, who's going to pray, pray the prayer. Pray the prayer. Hey, fo- hey folks, folks, the, the audience, I showed them, Craig. I showed them when I spoke on, when was it, Saturday, 10 o'clock Saturday morning. When they saw the guide stones, and then they saw you guys all gathered around the guide stones, and then they saw the picture of no guide stones, there was an audible gasp in that room. You, got, you folks, you know what I'm talking about, right? When we, when we went to the guide stones and we, and we staked the guide stones and then two weeks later, whatever it was, however, two months later, whenever, boom, they were gone. There's a gasp. And one of the things that we're trying to do here, I'm, and again, I'm going to encourage all of you. We're ahead of, we're ahead of the pack. But Randy, they're coming. Man. I'm telling you, they're coming. They are coming. They're coming. And if you've been watching this show at all, I'm, remember I've been telling you this, right? The sun's coming up. The sun is coming up. We have been in darkness for so long, trusting the government, trusting our churches, trusting our pastors, trusting our law enforcement, trusting our doctors, and all of that's being exposed now. And now that the exposition, the exposing is happening, oh my goodness, eyes are beginning to pop open. And of all the people that were there, maybe 200, 300, I don't know how many people were there, we'll tell you something. Their eyes are open and they're looking to engage. They're looking to engage. And uh, if you get a chance, and you uh, we'll, again, we'll put it in the chat and give you the chance to come in and watch my presentation. The electricity in that room, as they began to realize just the simple things they can do. Just a simple person sitting in this in the pew. We talked about staking, prayer walking, all that. You could see, you could see the light come on. Rather than all of a sudden, I'm trusting on Juan O'Saving. God bless Juan. He was there and he spoke. And trusting on it. No, no, no. To understand it's individual Christians doing individual things. We can win. You could feel the energy rise in that room. As they said, you know, I can do that. 
I, I can prayer walk and put a stake in. I can do that. Why well, I can do that. I, I can, man. Yeah, I can get three of my friends. Folks, I'm telling you, something unbelievable is happening. So I, I'm going to show you today some fruit. First of all, Judd's going to come in and he's going to uh, prayer to uh, uh, COP28 prayer of resistance for us. I've asked him to do that. And then Craig's going to come in and he's going to show some more coincidences that are going on. And then I'm going to dig in a little bit a uh, little bit deeper. And uh, folks, just bear with me. Can I tell you why? My technology has got me so frustrated, so frustrated. And uh, again, we can't be ignorant of his devices and to understand that it's nothing more than a, an attack, a spirit. I believe it to be a spiritual attack. But still, when, when that happens to us, we try to physically figure it out, don't we? Why is, this, why is this not working? Why is this not working? Why is it, then, I, then I get to the point where I think all those cuss words I used to say, I think them all. And can get there, man. Stay in control. Understand. Paddle through the rapids. Keep your head down. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I want to encourage you because I know this. We are so on the cutting edge of what's going on. But I want to encourage you. I'll shut up here because I want to encourage you. And listen, I want to give you fair warning. Be very little after show for me. I just got technological things I got to get done. Jared's going to help me get up and running and, and going and, and doing different things. And can I tell you something else? I, I look. Oh, um, I don't, we don't have any sponsors here, so I'm not trying to push any sponsors. I had four people. I had four people this weekend say to me when I told them I was 71. They gasp almost. So what? You're 71. Folks, I've never been more full of energy than I am right now. Why? Because I'm in the middle of the rapids, paddling like hell. And I look behind me, and there are more coming. There are more coming. There are more rafts coming. What a time to be alive. What a time. Judd, come on in, brother, and read this. By the way, when Judd gets through reading this, and I pray you guys are doing this every day. Every day. Hey, uh, Craig, if you want to send it to me, I already forwarded it to, I just saw what Craig put a chat in there. I just forwarded what you sent me to, to, to him, so he already has it, Craig. Uh, Jude, uh, Jude, come on in, Jude, Judah, Judd, whatever, because Judd's right in the middle of the battle, too. A lot, a lot of us got, oh, man, I ran into some more <laughs> that are in the middle of it. Hey, Lloyd Brunson showed up. Old Lloyd Brunson showed up out of nowhere. He said, he said, we have so got them. They are, you guys know who Lloyd Brunson is, right? He brought the lawsuits against Congress. He said, we have them so boxed in. They don't know what to do because they know our pleadings are true and accurate and constitutional, but they don't know what to do about it because their only solution is an overthrow of the government. Will the Supreme Court have the courage to do it? There's so much good stuff going on. So much, so much. So put it up on the screen for Judah right now. And Judah's going to read the COP 28 Prayer of Resistance. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. Craig will fill us in on this. The Pope's sick. Couldn't even get there. The Pope's sick. Yeah. <laughs> the Pope couldn't get there. He couldn't get to He's a Davos, wherever the heck they are. He was one of the, he's one, one of the stars of the show, and he got sick. Couldn't make it. I'll shut up. I got so much for you today. Are you right. Are you feeling so, uh, What's that? Just rock and roll on 28. Let's rock. I'll get out. I'll, I'll shut up. I'll, I'm just telling you, it's oozing out every pore. We're so winning. We're so winning. You know why we're winning? 
because we've, discover, we've discovered the keys of the kingdom. And you know what the keys of the kingdom is? Jesus said what? Go and teach. <laughs> Go and teach. That's what Jesus himself said. Go and teach. Teach them to observe all I've commanded you, and lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. And the greatest weapon we have is going and teaching. Mm-hmm. And, and right now, after I've been plowing this row for 20 years, and I've never seen the ground more fertile than it is right now, because all those people have been deceived, their eyes are open. And you know what happens when your eyes get open? You're pissed. They've been lied to. They know it, and they're pissed. Can I tell you one other thing? I got to say this, and I'm going to bring in Jeb. When I got done speaking, and I'm, look, I'm, it's the Holy Spirit. It's not me. This, I don't know when this last has ever happened. The pastor of the church, it's a pretty big church. He ran me down in the hallway. He says, would you please come back and deliver that message to our congregation? I about fell over. I'm goose bumping. I about hey, fell man. over. Go ahead, go ahead, Judah. I'm still goose bumping. Go ahead, Judah. <laughs> 28 prayer resistance. James 4, 7. Resist the devil and he will flee. Amen, he will. Heavenly Father, holy is your name. Yes. Thank you for your son, Jesus of Nazareth, who shed blood, has given us redemption. We honor you. We love you. Thank you, Lord. In Psalms 2, it states, why do the nations conspire and the people plot in vain? The king of the earth rise up and the rulers band together against the Lord and against the anointed one saying, Amen. Let us break their chains and throw off their shackles. The one enthroned in heaven's lap. Yeah. The Lord scoffs at them. He rebukes them in anger and terrifies them in his wrath saying, I have installed my king on Zion on holy mountain. Yes, he said, I ain't afraid about all them boys. I got the real guy sitting on the throne here. Don't worry about those other guys. No, those little peons, we're going to get them. Keep going, Jeff. Can I yell in the middle of a prayer? Go ahead. On November 30th till December 12th, 2023, the people and the kings of the earth will be meeting at uh, the 28th uh, uh, meeting of Dubai, United Arab Emirates. In attendance will be the Pope Francis, King Charles, and Bill Gates. Yeah, what a crew, one, huh? That's a Bobsy twins of their one who will be their public record dis, distort, disavowed, and claim not your son Jesus and Nazareth, rightfully authority as King of Kings, yes. Lord of Lords, mankind and creation. They assembled with others in Dubai to distort and deny the Holy Scriptures and attend, you have your for humanity. Though man-made agendas man-made. and narratives about who really controls the climate and holds the world in his mighty hands. Amen. Psalms 95, 3 through 5, I will put a holy winter storm on their runway. What? Yes, Lord! Freeze those planes in there, Get that Lord is sick, Lord. God, a great king above all gods. In his hands are the depths of the earth and the heights of the mountains are also his also. The sea is his. Yes. For he made it and his hands formed by dry land. Father, uh, as your prey in unity over 
the COP27 agenda, which we, which was held in, uh, Egypt. In, Egypt. in Egypt in November 2022, sewage backups took place, infrastructure problems, logistical disorganization, and at the finality of the conference, a lack of unified cohesion plan occurred. Amen. Amen. As we choose your Escalesa, Ecclesia, uh, Ecclesia, ask the following for COP28 this year, that you bind and confuse. Lord, here's what we're asking you, Lord. Here's what we ask you, Lord. Go, go get him, Judd. Let's go get him. We bind and confuse spiritual forces of the evil in the heavenly places and bind and, confuse, and principalities bind and confuse the authority Amen. and confuse the cosmic powers over Amen. the present darkness who are coming against your anointed one. Amen. And your ecclesiastica by using COP28 for other global power structures, the United Nations, the World Economic Forum, and Amway <laughs> to hope to harm the people through globalist one world agenda. Amen. We ask you to assign your mighty forces over this conference to deter, unravel, reconfiguration, and blindness yes. to those authority. Immediately. Have evil intent using false narratives and their rela- leadership positions to implement. Amen. We ask, Father, you expose those in authority yes, for Lord. who they are. Father, we ask for the Holy Spirit's outpouring among the people in the world that they will wake up to the New World Order's evil plans and rise up against them. Thank you, Father, in advance for being able to bring our request to you and look for your mighty hand to respond in the days ahead. We ask this in your precious name of your Son, Jesus Christ in Nazareth. Amen and amen. 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 Now we started amen, praying. Amen, Judah. And you ought to all be praying it. And you ought to be all be praying it with small groups. That's one of the things I spoke about. Folks, quit looking for your church leadership to do it. They aren't going to do it. You become that. You do it. You find two. You find three. The Bible says wherever two or more are gathered, he's in the midst. Let's get ourselves away from this, this Jesus hated organized religion. Sorry, he hated it. He hated, that was the, what was it? Did we talk about it the other day? The sin of the Nicolaitans. He hates it. He loves individuals. One, two, three, gathered together. Little, little power puffs popping up, popping up. That's the Lord. That's what he does. You do not need a big leader. You is that leader. You do it. You raise them up. Little pockets all across. Oh, man, I so see it. I so see it. So Craig is going to show us some coincidences that have happened since we stopped. Remember the guide stones came out? I could, I could run down a litany of things. Here's a couple more coincidences that happened just since we started doing this. Go ahead, Craig. So uh, since the prayer was drafted at uh, 3 a.m. on Sunday, uh, I mean, I didn't know the Pope was ill. Uh, uh, on Tuesday, uh, the afternoon of the 28th, the Pope's doctors advised that he should not travel to Dubai after pneumonia-like um, systems had started on uh, symptoms had started on, on the 25th. Okay, 
And so as well, the a, Pope so, is sick, huh? The Pope yeah. doesn't believe in a personal relationship with Christ. I mean, he got sick. Yeah, well, uh, he probably got this thing that uh, they intended in China, this respiratory virus. He probably yeah. got the uh, end of it. But anyways, so as of Sunday and Monday and even Tuesday morning, I mean, he was getting uh, antibiotics intravenously and he was still attending. He was planning on going. This is how important it was. He was going to go hooked up to IV antibiotics to Dubai. That's how important it was to him. But his doctors on Tuesday afternoon said, no, you can't do this. Okay. So that, that kind of got him. Then he had this problem with this guy, uh, a U.S. Uh, archbishop or bishop in uh, Texas. And so he decided to fire him on November 11th. Well, all of a sudden on the 29th, you know, he's vindictive and he kicks him out of his apartment. So now he's homeless. He doesn't have his retirement. And that starts popping up on the news. Guess what? On November 29th, okay, which is like Monday or uh, like Tuesday and Wednesday. Then he goes and he says, okay, hey, we all we need to get all of our, our, our diocese. We need to get out of uh, our investments of fossil fuels. Well, guess what? The U.S. Catholic bishops say, hey, um, don't be messing with my money. Now we're going to be staying invested in fossil fuels. And he's the spokesperson who's supposed to be leading his flock about this whole so the, so the Pope is on all in on the green agenda, and the bishops are saying, not here, Leroy, not here, Leroy, right? That's what's going on. That's right. That's right. And uh, as of yesterday, he was supposed to, uh, you know. Hang on, Craig. Hey, Craig, hang on. Have we been praying confusion in the enemy's camp? Have we been doing this? Is this just happening by, huh? Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, yesterday he actually missed the second Sunday in a row where he doesn't, you know, pop out of his little window and uh, talk. Because he's still like you know, whack-a-mole, huh? He pops out like whack-a-mole. Yes. Yeah. So uh, he has an infectious bronchitis. So, so these are all, you know, these are just, I'm just getting this from the news headlines. I'm not making this up. I'm just, I'm cutting and pasting from the news headlines. So then we can go down here to uh, King Charles, right? So he didn't have a good week either. Huh. This would be the kings of this earth who have set themselves. That's who these guys are. And the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed. This is their Amen. team, folks. Go ahead, Craig. Right. He, he's been, uh, he's really been behind the COP thing. Uh, and now he wants to be the front leadman. So he, his, his role is to open and close it. So Friday was opening day, you know, and he gets to open up the COP. Well, unfortunately he had a little problem because some of his, employees are now becoming uh, called as racists and stuff like that uh -oh. so yeah they had to get uh they had to quit because they were asking people uh are you from africa or something so uh -huh. that starts hitting the news on november 30th uh oh uh oh they, what they're they're, they're slewing them with their own sword is that what's going on here you mean racism has crept into the new <laughs> this the, is royal, the royal family yeah oh, yeah well then then, you know, uh, you know, Harry and uh, Markle and all this, you know, they had their big wedding. Well, there's there's been a little bit tough up. And Oprah had this interview a few years ago. And apparently um, there was some uh, discussion between King Charles and someone about, gee, I wonder what kind of color Archie, you know. Yeah, they're mad about that. I made that point, Craig, and they called me a racist. And I said, wow, he's marrying that lady and she's black. Huh? There's, ne there's never been a black. <laughs> never in the lineage of, of the King of England has there ever been a black person. Ever. And there is now in there. Go ahead, Craig. Yeah. Well, apparently this other gentleman, I don't know his name. He wrote this book. Okay. And he's friends with, I think, um, Megan or whatever. So whatever, it's getting published in all these countries in different languages. But I think it was the Netherlands or something. Well, the one, the book that is being 
that got distributed in the Netherlands actually calls out King Charles in this book. Somehow that just popped in. So once they found that out, they're like, oh, my goodness, let's get all the books out of the store and everything. Well, guess what? The cat was out of the bag. Oh and you got to ask yourself a question. This is where the like I think the Lord comes in. It's like, how can all these books go, you know, to Denmark and, and, and Germany and France? And they all get published correctly, except this one country. <laughs> this this anomaly happens. <laughs> so anyways, he has to address this because this was tamped down. This was a couple of years ago. So now this flares up this week, this week when he's getting confusion, ready. Confusion in the enemy's camp, folks. Yeah. And then, you know, we had another uh, unfortunate incident for him. Uh, Nelson Mandela's granddaughter now calls on the royal family to pay for reparations for colonialism and all that. And that came out, you know, uh, yesterday. Okay, so. Yeah, it's kind of been not a good week for Hey Vatican, girl. give some of that money back, will you? <laughs> hey, you yeah. the Vatican. Give that's some the of that money back. That's the royal family. That's on that one. So then and then this weekend we had uh, winter storms that shut down a lot of airports in Europe. You know how it is when all the, the planes get backed up and stuff like this. And you have several, you know, seventy to uh, hundreds of thousands of people trying to get in and out of Dubai during this two week thing. So now, you know, they they gotta reschedule their flights and all this. So and some private jets were grounded too. So, so that's what's happened last week. So I'm I'm kind of curious to see what the Lord's going to do this week. Hey, Jonathan, see if you can dig up real quick on the internet pictures of those planes frozen on the tarmac, trying to get there. It's um, it's unbelievable, folks. Huh? Now, hey, Greg, it's just a coincidence, isn't it, that we would be praying against this stuff and praying confusion in the enemy's camp? It's just a coincidence, right? Just a coincidence that we prayed at the guidestones and. Those, those stones came from. That's all just a coincidence. It's a coincidence that we went to Hillary's house and we prayed at Hillary's house and, and she basically is non, uh, non-grata anymore. She, she isn't anybody anymore, right? Come on, friends. Come on. Well, maybe this Jonathan is- could also just, he could probably search it and just look for pictures of sewage in the streets back in Egypt last November. Mm-hmm. They had sewer lines that were flowing sewage in the streets that people had to walk across to get to Last year's COP twenty seven, right? Amen. Oh, so that was God. that was kind of a, a coincidence too. So Amen. Amen. Thank Greg, you, Greg. Greg, you're always on top of a man. Where I appreciate it more than more than you'll know. And uh, going to move forward here with with some other issues. Uh, uh, thank you for. Uh, by the way, two two things here. I'm going to play something for you here real quickly. Uh, if you can find out for me, uh, I sent you Jonathan. Something that says Dizdar email. Pull that up for me if you could real quick. But I want to say this. Uh, Bobby Lee, I couldn't find find where it was. But uh, it's going to be posted. The debate over the flat earth. Now, I'm not going to get into a flat flat earth debate here. But friends, if you have not seen the behavior of Greg Locke at this debate, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I, I watched it. I watched it last. I I just I is is unbelievable. He actually threw the the flat earthers who it was a debate. It was a debate. He's close. He said, "That's it. That's it. That's it." He shut it down. Threw them all out. I believe Coach was at his church. It was at his church. He invited the debate to his church, and then when the I can't remember the guy. We'll get it. So you guys got to watch it. But when the when the guy came, Dean Odell. Dean, when Dean hey, came, Dean O'Dell came and made the presentation. It was unbelievable scientific evidence from the Bible that the earth is flat. It was powerful. So then Greg Locke was going to come and rebut it, re, re, uh, rebut it, and all he did was attack people. 
Coach, that, I just texted it to you. Texted the link to you. Okay. All he did. All he did was accuse people of not being Christians. I mean, it was like it's like. And then at the end of it, he says, "That's it. That's it. We're closing it down. You aren't even Christians." Is amazing. Amazing to watch things. So, uh, without entering into the flat Earth debate here, you just gotta you just gotta watch. Wow, you gotta watch it. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Can someone the way, put the? I'm sorry. Can, yeah, could someone put that link in the chat? Yeah, somebody stick it in the chat. Now, somebody said they're going to send it to it's me. It's there, Glenn. Put put in. Hey, it's about it's it's long. It's Thank long. You. Okay. Uh, Dean Odell takes about uh, takes an hour and say makes it most unbelievable evidence based scripture based argument for the flat Earth. I'm sitting there when I'm thinking, wow, 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 and then. Greg Locke comes in and he just attacked him. He didn't praise an evidence. He attacked their character. I mean, it's, it's something to watch, man. And no, I'm not going to get into that argument here yet. But I put it in the chat. It's worth watching. So I was reading on the book on the plane. I was reading <clears throat> uh, Russ Dizdar's book. I don't I don't have it down there. I can't remember the name of it. It was good. Real fast read. Very thick, but a real fast read on spiritual warfare. Anybody remember what that book? I should have brought it down. Doesn't matter. But the I Black Awakening. Shatter yes. the darkness. Say it again. Uh, which one was it? Michelle, which book is that? She, my, she's up there. She, she'll get it for me. But uh, look, look I, I, I was on the plane, and I read page 407 and 408 on Russ Dizdar's book. And I said, I, my goodness, Lord. My goodness. And Russ is asking this question for you and me about the church you attend. All right? Are you ready? I hear Michelle. Expelling the darkness. Expelling the darkness. Expelling the darkness was, was the book that Russ that, that I read on the plane. And here's what he here's what he had. <clears throat> he says anyone demonized should be set free, and many should be able to proclaim. He's talking about people who go to church should be set free. <laughs> you should be set free when you go to church. Uh, the the church gathered can see signs of wonders from God and be astounded. The church gathering gathered could be the almost exciting place on all the planet. Think about this. If God were allowed to attend and move the way that he wants to, rather than the structured services that we have in our churches. Here's one, here are some questions that Russ Dizdar asked, and my jaw just kept boom. Hitting the bottom of the plane as I'm reading it. Boom, what? Did the place, did your church unleash, did the place unleash in powerful spirit of God-led intercession? At the beginning of your church service, does your pastor call everybody into deep, hard intercession? My jaw hit the ground. Never been in a church where that happened. Two, did the church pray passionately for souls to be saved? The central reason Jesus came. When was the last time that you went to your church and your church went into a, a time of powerful intercession for the saving of souls? Anybody's jaw hit the ground? Huh? Boom. All my time in church. Can I say this? Never. Never. Did the church gather and pray for other churches? For the power of God to move for their church leaders and workers to be in first, every first. Is anybody's jaw hitting the ground other than mine? Never thought of that. What? 
Me pray for that church across the street? Why would I do that? Why would I do that? Did the church gathered last week? He calls it the church gathered. Did the church gathered last week pray for revival to come? For God to move on the city? Did they have a time where the pastor said, today we are we're praying for a rep- revival and we're appealing to the Lord. Lord, send revival and spend 10 minutes praying for revival. That's my jaw hitting the ground. You just heard it again. You make that a little bigger, Johnny's heart for me. See, I should have brought the book down. Did the church you go to take time for everyone to pray for all the others around them? You took about 20 seconds. Let's greet our neighbors. Hi, how are you doing? Hi, how are you doing? Lord be with you, Lord. Did you did the church take time for you to intercede into the needs of your friends? Because the Bible says, the Bible doesn't say this, my interpretation. You become you can become intimate to whom you pray, you become intimate with whom you pray, and you become intimate for whom you pray. And do you ever walk into a church and allow the body to get together and pray for one another? Bang! That's my jaw hitting, that's my jaw hitting at the table. Did your church gathered acknowledge its authority and pray against all demons and demonic works? Did your church ask God to destroy the works of Satan? Anybody's jaw hitting the ground? Boom. All my time in church never, ever took 10 minutes to pray against the forces of darkness. Never, ever did it. Did the church gathered pray against the drug trade and pray for God to miraculously set people free from its grip. Did you ever have a service where the, I'm going to add this, okay, where the people got together and prayed against the forces that are producing and promoting pornography that is destroying the lives? Did you ever, the church ever get together and say today we are praying for the young people in our schools? Ever? Ever? Wow. Did the God, did, has your church gathered, ever gotten together and prayed against human trafficking? And for God to God let and for God to lead us to get them out, for God to rescue them, and for God to stretch out his hand against the pimps and the criminals. Guys ever do that? Boom! That's my chin hitting the drill, hitting the floor again. Did the church gather? Did your church gather pray again faithfully against abortion? Did your church gather you, together in church and during Sunday for God to save and rescue the babies? Did your church ask God to use them to save the babies? To help my to help the moms find life in Jesus? That's my jaw again. That's my jaw. Did the church stop and wait in the presence of God? Did it just shut up and yield to the Holy Spirit for individuals to come forward to lead out in prayer? Huh? That's my that's my jaw. That's my jaw. Boom. Mm. Did the church allow the Spirit of God to release a word of knowledge, word of wisdom, or work word of the gift of discerning of spirits? No wonder the church is so powerless, huh? I think there's one. Well, no, I don't. I think that's the last one, isn't it, John? Just that. Just that. On that. That was worth all the time I was going through that book. And my goodness, Lord, I go to church. They don't do any of that stuff. We don't do any of that stuff. When was the last time you went in church and your pastor had everybody uh, stand up, bow their head and pray, and then they were going to pray against the deception in the government schools? Oh, that would never happen, would it? Oh, that would never happen. Oh, no, 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 no. No, we, we come to church, pastor preaches, and I go home. That's what Christians do now. 
I go to church, pastor preaches, and I go home. That's what Christians do. Do you stand up as a, as a collective and pray against this wicked, evil stuff? I don't think, I don't, I'm, maybe you do. I don't see it. So that's why, that's why we're, that's why we're so powerless in the church. We're not, we're not doing any of this stuff. Oh my goodness. I got so much more stuff. Let me pull up, <clears throat> pull up marycrowley.com and then I'm going to open it up. <clears throat> marycrowley.com. Uh, Mary Crowley, this is, this is, she unveiled this. I don't know much about Mary. Didn't know much about her. Yes, Juan Osei was there. Yes, all the stars were there. Yes, yes, yes. All the famous Christians. Yes, yes, they were all there. i tell you about that another day. <clears throat> Mary Crowley has a vision that she wants to come up with what's called, folks, look, look at me. Disney's going down. You know that? Disney is going down. The truth about Disney is coming out. Their, their, uh, their stock is tanking. Whistleblowers are coming forward. And if you think about how much Disney has been into witchcraft, wow. Well, Mary Crowley is positioning herself for when Disney comes down and they are working on what's called Destiny Studios. Destiny. Disney with a T in the middle of it. Dest- She's raised 15 million dollars already to produce destiny studios and say coach what are destiny oh i'm goose bumping they had she had on uh at the end of this uh, presentation she had on a guy named davy lou davy lou who came out of hollywood I, I wish i could get access to the video i'd show i'll get it and i'll try to find it and play it for you where davy lou opened up the vision of a christian destiny land studios where the gospel is going to be portrayed through animals think of the lion king think of the lion king and how impactful that was think when you were grown up goldilock and the three three bears and wicked witch and all that's all that stuff and how that all was ingrained in us as little children and now what's in what is disney ingraining them into lgbtqrstuv all that kind of stuff wickedness everywhere you look uh, it's everywhere. And she said, Dr. Crowley said, this this kingdom is coming down and we have to rebuild, rebuild it. By the way, in and out Burger, in and out Burger has given Mary Crowley $15 million. They need $30 million to launch it. And Davy Lou, Davy Lou, Davy Lou is the guy behind it. He's the animator behind it. He knows how to do it all. Can you imagine, folks? Can you imagine animalizing the gospel? Again, can you imagine it? The gospel being preached through children's animation. Oh my, I'm so goose. We are so winning. We're so winning. And you, you know what really what really encouraged me about this conference, different than anyone that I'd ever been to, this was a conference of doers. This wasn't, this wasn't analysts, okay? Oh, there were a few of them there. It wasn't analysts. It was doers. Let me let me run down. Through, just bear with me a second. Click on click on Joe Pellegrino. Can you pull that one up for me, Joe Pellegrino? I call I call Pastor Bill Dunphy. www.acla.law. Can you pull that up there, John? Thank you. Is that it? Uh, yes. I yes. So what is what does Joe do? Are you ready for this? Sorry, Roger, hold your ears. Joe is an attorney 
who has not joined the bar. And he is killing them. He has right now waiting $40 million in judgments that he has written simply based on what the Constitution says. Amen. Huh? It's unbelievable. What's going on. And he said, I'll help Bill Dunphy. I'll help Bill. He said, listen, by law, did you guys know this? By law, he showed us the law. That they have, it's a speedy trial. It has to be within 60 days. You have to be able to face your accusers within 60 days. And anybody that goes on beyond that, it's null and void. It's null and void. And nobody's pushing it and nobody's falling. And the lawyers won't do it because they know if they do it, they're in trouble with the Bar Association. And Joe Pellegrino, just, he just, it's, I'm going to get Joe on. Folks, unbelievable. He said Bill Dunphy ought to be walking free tomorrow because they have not given him his constitutional right to a speedy trial. And folks, he said they don't even care what the Constitution says anymore, but we must make them care what the Constitution says. And the only reason they don't care about it is because there isn't any Constitution. And, and so what he does is he, he it's like, like, it's amazing. 500 bucks, 500 bucks. He'll write up a pleading for you. He said they have 40 million, I told you this, $40 million in lawsuits waiting to be, what's it called when decided? 40 million, $40 million in payouts. They're going to come. These payouts are going to come. He said, get out, get, out, get out of the Bar Association. Bar Association is controlling everything. These attorneys won't fight the right fight. They don't know how to do it, Right. Oh, man, one more. Uh, another blew me away yesterday. Oh, this is, wasn't even a presentation. This is a guy that came up to me afterwards and said, I, I'm, I'm, hey, coach, would you come down and speak to our group? I said, what? <laughs> would you come and where, where? Yeah. So pulled up there, uh, uh, freedomlawschool.com. He says, we're having a big, we're having a big conference in February 2nd and 3rd. I think he said it was. Big conference. Freedomlawschool.com. Freedomlawschool.com. And, and what is it about? Folks, we are so winning. It's happening everywhere. I mean, did I get it to you? Did I get you the right thing? Freedom Law School. And you know where they're starting? You know where they're starting? They're telling you, don't you dare give one more penny to the government. They have no right to any of your money. Anyway, you don't have to pull it up there. They're having a big conference too. So I'm, I know I'm kind of bouncy here this morning, okay? But I'm trying to encourage you. We are winning. We are winning. Disney, uh, Destiny Studios, ACLA.law, freedomlawschool.com, Liberty Action, everywhere you look, we are on the march. Oh, huh? Uh, oh, Roger, Roger, all attorneys wave speedy trial. What, hey, Roger, he's got about 10 other things that he's, 10 other arguments that he's making that are constitutional arguments. Constitutional arguments. Uh, so I don't want to get into that. Let me see. Anything else up there? Real quickly, real quickly. I'm going to open it up and let y'all jump in here. Uh, that. Okay, go to, uh, I sent you uh, the Rumble link. Did I send you the the Rumble link? Yeah, there it is, folks. Put that in the chat. Okay, the Rumble link. Stick that in the chat for everybody, Jonathan. And you guys say, well, Coach, I don't know how to get in the chat because I'm watching on the Patriot Party News. I know that's why you have to go to coachdavelive.com because it's all right there. But I want you to show, I, I want to give you just 
I want to give you just five minutes. I'm, I'm just slide a little bit more, John. I come up. I want to just give you about five minutes of what I, what I said to him, folks. There were some. There's just start right there. There, there's some movers and shakers. Just bear with me for five minutes to get a flavor of the Holy Ghost was all over me. Go. Here's to you, Coach Dave. How many of you know about Coach Dave? He's got a. She doesn't even really know about noise, Coach Dave. People, come on, Coach Dave, come on up. Coach Dave has a show on Brighton every morning, and uh, he was one of the coaches that uh, wouldn't bow to the ACLU. And, uh, you know, he's a true man's man. You know, I was at Mar-a-Lago a few weeks ago, and I met... Ah, uh, uh, get away from her. Scribe forward. Nobody wants to hear and, this stuff. Uh, was his first... Just, I want, right, just right I'm there. I'm past assault ministry. I do podcasting. I do all that. But at heart, I'm an activist. I'm an activist. I'm a football coach. And I, I look across the spectrum of the team that we have. Man, we suck, don't we? Somebody say amen. Say it again. Say it again. Everywhere you look, there's very little Christian influence in America. Can I tell you why that is? Because we focus on the end times rather than the present times. Now, I, I just turned 71 years old. I know you can't, can't believe that. I just did, right? And I know this. I don't know if there's a rapture or not. Frankly, I don't care because I know I'm going to work while the sun shines for the day cometh when no man can work. So I'm here to coach you today. If it makes you mad, God bless you. Just sit here. You'll be okay, right? So what we've tried to do at Coach Dave Live, Past Assault Ministries, I've been doing it since 2001. That's a long time, isn't it? Well, okay, you can take that down. You can take that down. We'll put it in the chat. If you, it's only 20 minutes. So I have to try to get everything I could say within 20, within 20 minutes. And I want you to, look, I'm not bragging, okay? I'm, talk, I'm talking about fruit. And we had a meet and greet. They had a meet and greet organized at lunch where people paid $75 to come and talk to us stars, you know. That. Anyway, they did. And I cannot tell you, I cannot tell you the number of people who came and said, oh, my God, Coach, you opened our eyes. You opened my eyes. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to get out. To understand all politics is local, all religion is local, all religion is personal, and if something's going to happen, you need something to happen. The Lord simply needs a vessel to work through. Will you be that vessel? That's all. Can you find three people? Can you find four people? You don't need a whole bunch of people. Will you just be that vessel that the Lord has called you to be? And we will see unbelievable things happen. And I had person after person after person come up and just say, oh, my goodness, coach, you opened my eyes. Oh, my. You understand it's the Holy Spirit. I'm not bragging. You get it? So that's in there. At the, You can watch that at the 51. At, I was trying to do that. Can you imagine trying to do that? Me trying to do it in 20 minutes. But I got it all in. Oh, listen, another challenge here. I was looking at me, so I'm getting fat again. Okay, so look, after the first of the year, um, first of the year, we, you, me, I'm going to help all of you guys lose some weight after the first of the year. Anybody want to say I'm in on that one? Oh, yes, sir. Right here, right here at Amen. Coach Dave Live. At Coach Dave Live, I'm going to coach Amen. you, motivate you to get rid of that belly. All right? And keep it off. I'm going to do, I'm going to do that. And I'm lining up some other things that are going to help us do it, supplements, and we're, we're going to do it, all right? So after I'm going to let you eat all you want to eat uh, through the holidays because I'm the same way. But when it's over on January 1st, we are going to cut some pounds for the Lord. We're going to get rid of those big bellies again. You with me? Cool. All right. Whew. I've been all over the place. Come on in, Dale.
Well, hallelujah, Coach. Welcome to the new normal, right, brother? How refreshing that must be to know it wasn't just another conference, but That's it was a gathering, a gathering of people who were doing some things. Now, Coach, this is, you know, the scripture that the Lord showed me three, four months ago, I shared here. Brother, sometimes he doesn't, he doesn't shake me from it. But, you know, Job, which is the oldest book in the Bible, before there was a kingdom and before there was any nation on the face of the earth. Yes, Moses wrote Genesis because it was given to him by God. But Job was the oldest in that that Job chapter 12. Come on. Verse 22, you're sh- you're, um, what's happening in tragic kingdom and all the other things? Verse 22, he reveals mysteries from the darkness and he brings the deep darkness into light. He makes the nations. Wait a minute, coach. There wasn't even a nation. This is a prophetic word. There wasn't even a nation yet. He makes the nations great and then he destroys them. He enlarges the nation, then he leads them away. He deprives the leaders of the earth's people of intelligence, and he makes them wander in pathless wastelands. That's right, coach. They're so cornered. They don't know where to go, and they don't know what to do. This thing is imploding on them. They'll grope in darkness where there's no light, and he will make them stagger like a drunken person. Coach, this is happening. Everything, those things that everything we talked about, and of course, child trafficking and all of those things, coach, this this isn't new. These things oh. have been going on, but this prophetic word is coming to pass in our times and we should be excited about it. And I agree. We should be, I, I mean, I look at myself and I'm like, I'm one of them coach, you know, one of them pastors who go out and do these things. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, man, am I, am I strange? No, but I'm seeing more and more pastors do these things. Guess what? We're becoming the new normal. We are baby. We are. Sun's coming up. Hey, Drew in your day. Sun's coming up. Thanks, Dale. Martin, come on in. Good morning, Coach Dave Live. It's an honor. Um, I visited a church yesterday, Coach. Um, they took communion, but only those who were part of a local body didn't have to be theirs. But as long as you was a member of a local body, you could take communion at this yeah. Protestant church. Well, that's nice of them. That's nice of them. So, so I, I, I went, like the Bible teaches, I went and talked to the pastor afterwards. Long story short, um, he called me uh, a non-Christian for not being affiliated with a local body. I said, show that to me in scripture, both in the Matthew and the Corinthian letter. He could not do it. So this is the kind of thing, brothers and sisters, that if you do attend your church, make sure you know your Bible, because he, he was purveying a lot of stipulation that is not scripturally based he hates the deeds of the nicolaitans martin he hates the deeds of the nicolaitans very much so so be aware of that uh coach dave live thanks coach all right martin appreciate it man appreciate it dave allison come on in oh sherry yeah good morning everyone we're winning we are winning winning. brother we are winning man hey you know um i seen something yesterday i coach i sent you a text i don't text you much but i sent this to you jeremy boring of, Jer- of the Daily Wire. I don't know if people are aware of it, but this guy, he is poking the finger in the eye of the transgender movement of the woke people. He's taking it to him. I don't know what his faith is, but the enemy of my enemy is my friend, right? Amen he's on that made, one, brother. Uh-huh. He made a, he's making a movie, a satire movie, poking at, at the transgenders called Lady Ballers, and it's a bunch of the most ungainly-looking guys in the, 
and they decide to become women basketball players, and they put this team together. Coaches the trailer in there. You got to watch it. And yeah, hey, I got it. I'm looking at it right now. Okay. If you think it's appropriate, you'll have to play it on the show some morning because it is so. It's, it's just it just shows you how hilarious this whole movement is. And this guy was willing to stand up and say, you know what? I'm going to call you guys out. So praise the Lord for this guy. So David, listen. The Bible says that because we've rejected the truth, the Lord would send a strong delusion that they would believe a lie. And Dave, can you believe the stupid stuff we believe? Can anybody out there believe the stupid stuff that we actually believe men can be women and women can be men? We actually believe that. We're allowing that to be taught to our children. Folks, this is judgment from God. This is judgment. This is judgment. Listen, God sends the strong delusion. God sends the strong. Pull that up, 2 Thessalonians. Pull that up there real quickly. Second Thess is it Second Thessalonians chapter two, verse one. Is that where it is? Well, he's looking for that. Uh, go ahead, Betty, real quick. Oh, he's looking for that. Then Myra, hang on. Go ahead. Good. Okay. Well, there's a a movie by William or not a movie YouTube by William Federer, and it is Silence Equals Consent. I put yes. it in the chat, and uh, I'd like to just read a few things that he. Quoted. It's his quote, not mine. So he says, and they're talking on this subject. So I thought this was a very appropriate pastor's job is to wake up the king. The king is in the pews. We are the king. So a rule of tactic admission, a party's failure to act and speak. If someone's accused of a crime and does not deny it, Jerry may reasonably assume he is guilty. If church hears sin and is silent, they are consenting to their sin. If you give consent to a sin, you share in the guilt of the sin. You will share in the judgment of the sin. And then he said, uh, if church members know schools teach sexual views different from what Jesus taught, and they are silent, not waiting, just waiting for God, Jesus' return, they are giving their assent, consent. Amen. So, so he said a rude awakening for church members who think they are spiritual by not getting involved. When they realize that by their silence, they are inviting the judgment of God upon their heads. I thought it was so interesting. He was so good. Some says the world has to get more evil before Jesus comes to rapture, so, rapture us. So just do nothing. Be silent and wait. Mm. Then Amen. he then he says, uh, you know, then others of us are waking up saying enough. I can't close my eyes anymore. I can't stand by silent. I must speak up. I must do something. So pastors and churches can be concerned about what children are taught in their local. And everything he says, local, 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 local schools, our higher races will take care of themselves. Amen. Amen. It's up to us, folks. It's up to us. Amen. Amen. Scroll down on the screen there, Johnny. This is 2 Thessalonians 2. Keep going. Go down about verse 6. Remember, the for, for the mystery of iniquity doth already work, only he who now leteth will let until he's out of the way, and then shall the wicked be revealed with all the deceivableness of, of, of working of Satan, with all power, signs, lying wonders, all deceivableness of unrighteousness, and then the perish, because they received not the love of the true. Connect here, old English teacher in me. Because they receive not the love of the truth for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. You see that, folks? 
This delusion is judgment from God. It's judgment from God. People say, God's going to judge us. He already is. He sent a strong delusion to believe the lie that they might all be damned. They might all be damned who believe not the truth but had pleasure in their patty cake churches. Sorry, I'm just reading what it says. Think you do good. Wow, Myra, come on, and then Kelly. Coach, thank you. We are definitely winning. I will be reading from Psalm 9, 16 through 18. Psalm 9, 16 through 18. It is written, the Lord is known by the judgment which he executeth. The wicked is snare in the work of his own hands. He Seller. The wicked shall be born into hell and all the nations that forget God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten. The expectation of the poor shall not perish forever. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. Somebody look up. See, I hate to just read words and pass through them. What is Hagian? Hagian. Hagian. What is that? That matters. That matters. It's the word of God. Kelly, come on in. Hey, Coach, can you hear me? What's that? Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Hey, listen. Uh, William Federer spoke at our church yesterday. Cavalry Chapel of the Harbor in Huntington Beach. He is incredible. I put a little note in the comments. He's probably the most intelligent person based on his knowledge and memory that I've ever seen in my life. He spoke at a political event previously. He spoke in the church yesterday. Great show today. Uh, this Freedom Law School. I'm going to get in touch with them. I'm going to go to a conference in February. I know Mary Crowley. She's a woman of the Lord. And uh, I already know about Hollywood going down. And I have heard through my uh, my friend Chadwick with Liberty Report. I do a lot of stuff with him out of Phoenix. And Hollywood is moving to Scottsdale, is what mm. I heard. Scottsdale, Arizona. And Mary must be involved with that. I don't know if she's involved with that group, but uh, Chadwick works with 107. Uh, yeah. There's Aaron Bars involved. And uh, there's a it's lot amazing. of stuff going on. I'm excited, the, Coach. The unif excited. unification that's coming together is beyond what anybody could have ever imagined. Can you imagine Roseanne Barr? And Wano saving on the same team. Oh, it's happening, folks. It's yeah. happening. Uh, oh, so hey, Hegian is a deep vibrating sound or a hmm at the end of it. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Come on. It's going down. It's happening, Coach. I'm excited. I'm going to be part of it, too. I'm excited yes, in the legal aspect of it. I'm going to get involved there because our legal system's a joke. It's as bad as our political system. Kelly, I got I to gotta connect you with. Uh, with my buddy, he's from Pittsburgh. Unbelievable man. Definitely, he's a lawyer sure. who didn't didn't become part of the bar. He's killing. Yeah. He's killing. How you today? I appreciate it, Coach. All right, Kelly. God bless, John. Love you too. Quickly, John. Hey, thanks, Coach. I, I got a question. Um, you know, I, I look at that that scripture with this. You know, where God sends the strong delusion. My question is this: Is it too late for those people? Like. I, I see that as like a mesmerizing spirit. Yeah. Can we pray that that would be lifted? Or as it says in First John and in Romans, the beginning, like Romans 5, 7, Ooh, boy, it boy. talks about the sin unto death. Is, is this where they've 
crossed over that threshold where God says, pray, pray, don't pray for the person who has that sin unto death. So I've always wondered when I read that, can we pray that this mesmerizing spirit could be lifted and their eyes can be opened? Or do you think it's too late for that? Let's do it, man. You want to lead it right now? Uh, sure, I could do that. Yeah. Uh, Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we see your word says that you send this delusion. It's you that sends it, allows it. But it doesn't say not to pray for them unless I'm missing something. We're missing something. You tell us in First John not to pray for those that have passed that threshold where there's no redemption uh, available to them, Lord. So, so I'm looking for direction, but Lord, I'm praying that their eyes will be enlightened, that That's they would right. see Open the truth eyes, of the gospel. You said, Lord, that there's a blinding spirit that keeps people from seeing the truth. We stand against that blinding spirit. We remove it in the name of Jesus, and we ask, Lord, that you would open up their eyes, that they would see the truth and no longer follow this mesmerization that holds them in a place of yes, captivity. Lord. We call them out of darkness into light to see the true and glorious light of the gospel. And we ask, Lord, for their salvation, that they would be set free and that they would turn from darkness to light and serve you, the creator, and not our enemy. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let's stop looking around Amen. at what's going on. Let's start doing something. My dear buddy, Norm Emmett said, let everybody know my heart problems are over. We're, I'm in good shape. Thanks for the prayers. Keep fighting, man. Hallelujah. We are, we are so, Amen. Hallelujah. We are so, so winning. God bless you. Hallelujah. Boom, boom.